Hello and welcome back to the Rugby Connection podcast by the fans for the fans. Uh, this week we had three nail-biting Six Nation games uh, and lots of other stuff to talk about in the rugby world. So I'm here, obviously, with my two boys. Uh, Sean, how are you? Yeah, I'm very good, obviously. Delighted with the win yesterday, but um, yeah, no, I'm pretty happy. How are you having? Uh, I'm all right. You said you had a game today, did you? I did, yeah. We, uh, we had a cup match, our first cup match, and uh, we won 31-21 in the end. And I came off the bench and I scored our final try, which I'm delighted with, my first senior try. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, lads. Appreciate it. I was delighted. Everyone was actually delighted for me when I got over as well. Everyone was like, oh, give me hugs and everything after. I was <laughs> delighted. I was, I was over the moon. Oh, well, Mop Carrot. Um, Murray. <laughs> Carrot, for the cup. <laughs> Murray, how are you? I'm okay. Um, I've had a bit of a bad back, but you know what? Got to watch a lot of rugby and reminisce over the good weekend we had last weekend. So yeah, all in all, what's the last? Yeah, exactly. Very, very good stuff. Um, right, should we? Uh, should we get onto the games? How are you, first half? Forgot to ask. Um, I'm all right. Uh, I had a game today. We lost, unfortunately. I came off with a shoulder injury. Uh, a rut collapsed on me, and my, my shoulder's gone. So. Um, it's best we move on anyway um, <laughs> right so obviously Friday Night Rugby um, France at the Principality to take on Wales uh, final score 13-9 uh, yes. boys your opinions on this uh, first thought is I'm glad it's not just holding the butters against French opposition Jonathan Davies absolute sitter Karma's a bitch. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've actually got a funny story about the game. So, um, I, I on Friday, I got tickets to watch the England Islands Legends match at Stoop. And basically, me and me and my mate, we were we were there, and they were playing the game in the bar. And basically, we come in at half time, um, and we wait in the queue for a pint. Um, we come in at the start of half time, by the way. Um, we so we watch about the line is going awfully slow, so we watch half an hour of the game just in the queue for a pint. We come out and there's there's nine minutes left of the of the Legends game left. Oh wow! Absolute absolutely shocking. Yeah. Um, so I didn't get to see much of it, but it, I, I mean, you know, from the highlights I have seen, it seemed like a pretty good thriller. To be honest. Also, you know. Wales, what a performance by them! I think you know from from what I saw, oh, there were chances that could have taken. Uh, definitely some chances that kind of went missing. But um, at the end of the day, it does show how good this front side are. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I think all championship winning side. I'll wait till the announcer stops speaking in the train. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Um, I think all championship winning sides need like a nitty gritty win, and France definitely got that at the weekend. And you know what? Fair play of France, uh, fair play of Wales for proper giving it a go. I think also, also because they were a side, I think we like heavily doubted coming into the championship. We basically just said like like fifth spot. We basically was going to gift. We were going to just gift to them. Yeah. But fair play, like they've shown they can play. They 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 perform. They were probably the better team against England. They were definitely a better team this game. Uh, no, actually, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. 
they, they were definitely in contention of being the better team this game. Uh, but France, again, they got a nitty-gritty win because, I mean, they are incredible. And it's hard away at the Principality, uh, somewhere that basically is just Wales, Wales' fortress. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, a time of star championship hopes, didn't it? <laughs> so, no, it was it was a good game. It, it generally could have went either way, and I think that was a good part, but I'm just sitting now, France are winning the Grand Slam. Oh, 100%. Sean, any thoughts on the uh, on the France Wales game? Yeah, I only got to saw the last fifteen minutes, but um, it looked like a serious game and fair play to Wales. What I did hear was what you just spoke about, especially Murray. You said that Jonathan Davis dropped ball <laughs> when he was in the clear. But look, if you fair play to Wales, I mean France. You know, I think they're they are the probably the best side in the championship. But it's nice to see that they can be pushed to the very limit. And like you know, the last few minutes. Although I love France, and you know that I love France, I was shouting for Wales. I was like, "Come on, Wales, you can do this!" You know, but I know fair play Wales. Um, and I just want to uh, throw you some player highlights. Dan Bigger as well. What a game he had. Yeah. The, Insane that, that, game. That 50-22 is beautiful. 50-22, I think, I, I have an unpopular opinion. I think it's one of the best laws that rugby has put in the game. I, I don't get why people don't like it. It makes perfect I, I, I don't know if people are finding it too gimmicky or whatever, but I, I, I think it's an incredible law. You know, yeah. I, I, of course, I watch rugby league. Like I've, lo- I like the 50, the the forty twenty rule, and to have it in rugby union as well, um, it, it's just amazing. And you know, the 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 fifty twenty twos that we have seen. Um, I was at a uh, I was at a university game um, a couple of weeks ago, um, and you know, one of the lads here fifty twenty two, and oh my god, it was just incredible. Like my face just lit up. It was oh, I, I absolutely just loved it. Classy. Agreed. I mean, I agree. Speaking, but, um, speaking of classy, how like, even though they got defeated, how good were Italy? Oh my word, Italy! Um, you know, I, 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 we, we, we did, we did my interview back in May. You interviewed me on this podcast back in like May, June. I, I, I said to you then that. Italy are going to show them are, are going to show that they can play this year. Yeah, I said I said they they still won't win any games, but I said that you know they can they they can prove that they can play this year. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, you know, to get a and I, I said I'd say they'd be I'd say they'd be well within their right to get maybe a losing bonus point. Yeah, I mean they weren't far off it to be fair, especially at the end. Yeah. But, um, I think Scotland played well. For the most part, and got the job done, from, but they still had a lot of mistakes. From what I saw, I was at work during the game, so I didn't get to see. I didn't get to see an awful watch. But um, you know, in the first half, I you know, I, I could, I could I'd probably argue that Italy were the better sides, just that Scotland were a bit more clinical with their chances. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the stats right now, and overall possession, it was 51% to Italy, and um, overall territory was the same. Time of possession, it was 30 seconds more. They had 23 minutes of possession. Um, they spent three minutes longer in our 22 than we did in theirs. I think, do you think Italy were kind of like, do you think they were unfortunate not to come away with the result or at least maybe like a losing bonus point? I think they were unfortunate for the losing bonus point. I don't think, I don't think they were going to get the victory. I think after what, 
happened between Scotland and France. Scotland had to go out and prove a point, and yeah, I think we we did do that. Ali Price, you could tell it was his fiftieth cap. He was running roughshod. He was having an absolute whale of a time. And no, Ali Sam, Price Sam, is... Sam Johnson stealing the glory of the first try. Easy Ali had Price. all over it, and Sam Johnson went, "Nope, mine in the corner, thanks." <laughs> I think for me, like Ali Price is just one of these players who just keeps on getting better with age. Like he just ages like fine wine. He does. He is incredible. I mean the laugh. Somebody commented on my, I did a little video. <laughs> um there's a video that I made and it's Ali Price making the clean break after his interception. And it, the way he runs and moves is almost identical to his debut against Georgia. And somebody commented, like, I keep forgetting how quick Alan Price actually is. I'm like, how? No, I think, I, I think Ali Price is incredible. And um, I think I also wanted to talk about Kyle Stein. This is his first, first Six Nations match. Yeah. Um, was it a try? Yeah, it was, it was just a try, wasn't it? But still. Yeah, no, he, was, he had the try guaranteed and then Sam Johnson ran out of absolutely nowhere stole it and darted over the line so Kirsten didn't even get on the scoreboard but oh no I had him the thing is I had him in my fantasy team I thought to myself you know he's playing against Sicily like you know Scotland will score tries you know I'll have him out on the wing Sam Johnson stole it and I I saw I saw you know it it went onto the wing and I saw someone score and I was like oh come on come on and Sam Johnson comes up with the ball and just like oh why can't you just let him? I know, it was, it was so funny though, because you could actually see the replay and you could see Kyle laughing about it. But I'm like, at the same back, you're like, you dick. Like, who does that? Yeah, exactly. You've stolen my first Scott, uh, my, my first Six Nations try off me. Um, Sean, what do you make of it? Um, well, I was with really... the game in general. I don't just mean um, Sam Johnson's yeah. rubber. I mean. <laughs> yeah, no comment on Sam Johnson there. Um, no, I I think Italy were, were brilliant. Actually, I was I was actually delighted with Italy. Now I know well not like they weren't superb, but like they made a lot of mis- errors. They're a bit inaccurate at times, but I thought there was a period, a couple of periods in the game where they kept themselves in the game. Like you know, coming up to halftime, what was there only a score in it at halftime? They did very mm. well to get back to that. Um, and then I think in the second half they were just a bit inaccurate. I mean, there were a lot of questions with the penalties they were taking a couple a couple of occasions. They took one halfway, which Garbizi missed. He missed another one in the first half as well. From I think forty meters as well you know you probably would have liked to see them either on one of those occasions go to the corner because if they did end up scoring off it they would have actually given themselves i'd say a chance to win the game not going to say that they would have won the game but given themselves a chance Sorry. <laughs> no but um i think um look I'm, i was very pleased with italy's performance i mean scotland got the win in the end fair place them but um i think very promising for italy like i was honestly delighted caputo off the bench i mean two tries fair play to him on, on debut I, I, I was actually shocked with... I actually was shocked that he's older than I thought he was. Yeah. I, he, he came on with this, you know, with this baby face, you know. It's like, I, I, I'm yeah. pretty sure, like, he probably never grown a beard in his life. What age is he? He's born in 1999. Okay, okay. I, yeah. thought it was, yeah. I, I thought it would have been much younger. I mean, like, I was getting mm. scared he was close to my age. Like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. do you feel so... I mean, like, so talking about this, I'll probably just touch upon this. You talk about their errors, but is this just because it's a new look Italy team? You know, yeah, they are young, you know, uh, they're young, they're 
inexperienced players, not just on the international stage, but in rugby in general. Um, you know, are we expecting maybe the next step for Italy is just to fine tune? Do, have they found the squad that they're just ready to fine tune yet? Yeah, I think um, like the, the mistakes that they were making are definitely fixable. Like they're not like things at all. Like they'll never get over these things. I think even if they cut out, you know, a third of their mistakes, they they would be they'd be well in games. Like I think like Wales should nearly be if Italy play the way they did on Saturday, Wales should nearly be a bit worried next week. Like not going to say that Italy are going to win again, but like Italy have the, the core structure of a good game plan. And like you know what was it the Scotland second try? Italy were in Scotland uh, in Scotland twenty two. Did really well to get that position, and then they threw the intercept. It was a serious try, but um, yeah, I think Italy have the, the core bones of a really good game plan. Yeah, I think we. Well, I think we've seen that with Italy, and in in, in in you know previously, um, you know, I, even last Six Nations, they were playing, they were playing incredibly well, but I think um, yeah, they, they, I think there's just a bit of fine tune there, and basically. Yeah, they're getting themselves into games now. It's not just a it's not just a fifty point thumping from each team. Yeah, yeah. Last last point I want to make on it. Um, we know we actually won a trophy in that game. I actually read this now. Um, I read this on Twitter. Scotland now compete for a trophy in every single Six Nations game. Yes. Can you uh, name them? Oh God, uh, it's the Calcutta Cup. Yeah. Oh god, what's is it like the the Cachetta Cup or something like that? That's the the, the, the Cachetta Cup is the, the new Cuchita one against Cup. Italy. That's an honor. Um, Massimo Cachetta, who used to be the Italian captain and Scotland scrum coach. So yeah, I've got no clue of the others. Sean, do you have, do you have any clue what the uh, Scotland Island one is? No idea. No, no, actually, John. That no, that's against Australia. I have no idea. Gum, gum. Right, so Scotland, England is Calcutta. We all know that. Everyone knows. Yeah, Scotland, Italy is the Katita. It's very similar on names, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's that's like half the reason I remember. I would have called it the Massimo Cup just to change it, so nobody was confused. But anyway, Scotland, Wales is the Doddy Weir Cup. Scotland, France is the Old Alliance Cup, and. Uh, Scotland, Ireland as the Gaelic Quake. Do you think all of these are quite pointless? Yeah, but it looks good at the end. I mean, at the end of the day, like, if Scotland, I'm not saying they will, but if they ever, like, you know, won a Grand Slam, that's six trophies in it. That's six trophies in seven weeks. Wait a minute. So, wait a minute. So, you get, yeah, so you get the ones that we just said for each game. So, there's five. Six nations. The six nations, the triple crown, and the Grand Slam. That's eight. Does a Grand Slam have a trophy? I think you get given something mm. if you win a Grand Slam. Do you not? Yeah. I thought I thought it was just you, you get three extra points. Yeah, it's just the two. Oh well, yeah, I so seven, so seven, seven, seven trophies. God, that's for five, for five games of rugby. Well, it'd be nice anyway. We know Ireland. Yeah, it'd be nice anyway. We know that Ireland will be coming away with two trophies anyway next uh, Saturday. Nah, dream on, dream on. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to um, <laughs> the game that me and Sean contested about. Uh, England Ireland. Um, I've got a lot to say about this one. So, um, uh, first yeah, of all, I just wanna, first of all, I just want to talk about the England fans. I think it was. I think they were horrible. Really? I, I, I genuinely, you know, 
you know, just screaming and booing and, you know, at the end of the day, if you want to be like that, then you're in the wrong sport, mate. I think, you know, booing at the ref, booing at the opposition, you know, trying to throw Johnny Sexton off. Again, this isn't, you know, what we learn in rugby. Um, it's, 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 it's poor by the England fans and I think we should do better. Um, next, next thing, um, James Ryan. Obviously, a lot of talk was about Charlie Yule's um, and his red card. But again, it's kind of scary for James Ryan. Um, you know, he's had quite a few concussion problems in the past. And, you know, every time it seems to get worse. So I really do pray for James Ryan and hope he gets through this one. Um, you know, obviously, he'll probably be out for a fair while. Um, but, yeah, I've got all hope that I've got all hope that it'll pull through. Um, and then just to touch on the game, um, I think I, I think it was a wonderful game to watch. A wonderful game of rugby. You know, these are two sides who are who are really, really going at it. Um, two sides who who basically just put their hearts on their chest and you know play to the end. And I think at the end of the day, England got done by less men and a better team. I think that's I think that's the only thing to separate them. At the end of the day, Ireland were the better team, and you know we were down to fourteen men and got punished for it. Fair enough. Uh, I think I think the the, the scoreline might flatter Ireland a bit. But that's nothing to say that Ireland played. You know that did, Ireland didn't play well because at the end of the day, these teams they gave it their one hundred and ten percent, both of them. But you know, fair play to Ireland deserved that win all the same, and it probably hurt a little bit that they scored thirty two. Um, so, yeah, Sean. Yeah, I think you said it there. I think Ireland probably, it's fair to say that I think Ireland probably did deserve the win overall. But in saying that, I think a lot of people were a bit disingenuous, especially online, and saying that Ireland were crap and everything. But, you know, it's never easy, regardless of whether you're playing against 14 or 15 men, to go to Twickenham and get a bonus point. And, like, that's, you need, like, like respect England as well. Like, England showed up as well, even when they did have 14 men. Like, what was the score? 15 15 at one stage as well. Um, yeah, so that, was, that was around the 60th minute or something, but Ireland yeah. just ran up with it. Yeah, I think England for the third quarter like from half time up until the 60th minute were by far the better team they played the better rugby they were they were actually making opportunities for themselves where Ireland were a bit sloppy at times um, I think Ireland were a little bit inaccurate and like scrums were a massive problem but aside from those problems they got around them and um, I think just getting a win is massive um, I just want to say I actually uh, I was a bit pleased with how Conor Murray played off the bench like I'm I'm, I'm his probably number one uh, hated hated <laughs> like, like, <laughs> opposite of a super fan <laughs> let's put it that way but he actually did very well and I was actually very pleased for him and I'm delighted for him like um, I think Sexton was brilliant as usual Hugo Keenan had a phenomenal game now there's a couple of times he was like knocked into touch and, and he was smashed off a few kicks but nothing he could do about that um, and Gibson Park was, was good as well I thought and look as much as a Mac Hansen fan I am uh, Lowe and Conway were superb and Conway was excellent he kicked a couple of 50-22s a couple of kicks that even though they didn't go for 50-22s they went for goal line dropouts in Ireland I think scored off one of them um, so yeah I think Ireland just will be very pleased like Healy and Henderson were struggling a little bit both of them at times but look at not everyone can be perfect and I think Conan and Henshaw were class off the bench um, so yeah look I think Ireland will be very happy coming away with a bonus point against Twickenham as I said never easy and like you know it would be it would be disingenuous England to say that you know that you know that, that it would be easy and that it should have been more it, like coming away with a win against England is something to be proud of I think if, you're t- if, if we're touching on players I, you know for England I'd probably say the whole front row definitely did an amazing shift um, Genge, George and Sinclair 
um, had what, a mad you're, game. You're praising one man, Jack Noll. Who knew he could put I was going to get on to that, Murray. Let me speak. <laughs> um, uh, no, I tweeted, I tweeted out about it when I, um, when I was watching the game. Um, Jack Noll at flanker. Now, you know, back in 2019, I'm pretty sure Eddie wants to explore that route. Um, and now we have. I mean, like, a fair play to him. Uh, probably the best flanker we've had in quite a while. Now, um, I, it was funny to see, only because you know I remember I, I remember like you know the, the the three years ago when Eddie said when Eddie was all just like oh, you know we'll play Jack Noel at flanker you know a bit of a hybrid player um, and I, I just thought he was talking crap out of his ass basically um, but like fair fair play he pulled through he was decent in the scrums um, if we're just talking about one more player Maro Itoji, um yeah he. I, I don't know what it is, but he just can't have a bad game. He physically cannot have a bad game. So you know how you get like the get in all sports. It's like when a certain player does this or that, like they've hit a different level, like the Kobe Bryant chewing on his vest thing. Mm-hmm. And you've got no chance. Maro Toji without a head guard. Good luck to you because that's a whole different animal. I don't know why. I don't my, know what that is. My lord, he's like the what's it? He's like the noodle hair Ronaldo, if you know what I mean. Yeah. He is. He is absolutely... Like, what... The scrum cap off. I just thought to myself, like, this is a different piece we're going to see today. My God. There are there are about five Marotojis in that pitch because he was everywhere. I was just going to say that. You keep saying that Maro plays, like, two second rows and he literally... Was he, he, he played, like... Rows. Yeah, exactly. He played, like... Like, the fit, like five. You know what I mean? It was uh, Maratoji. I've got a lot of respect for him. You know, he uh, genuinely one of the best second rows I think I've probably ever seen. Um, ab- uh, just absolutely incredible at nearly everything he does. Um, but yeah, no, I think it was a tightly contested game, and I definitely think that this probably gives England, you know, a little bit more hope heading into the France game. We always knew that was going to be the, the biggest challenge, um, and to have that last, obviously. Um, we needed all the other games to go well first, but um, I I had a glimmer of hope where things could go really well for us. But the best Scotland could do now was finish third. I'll take that. I'm not complaining against that. But when it was 15 12 to Ireland, I was like, I was trying to do the math because going into the game, England were on 10 points, Ireland were on 11. You get a draw, it's two points. I was like, right, if it's a draw, Ireland going 13. England go to 12 and if Scotland beat Ireland that's 4 points that's 14 there you go second well, I've, well, I, I've thought I've thought to myself if we're, if we're talking about next week it's likely that Wales will finish third no if we no. right so it's looking like it's, it's likely if Fr- France will beat England Ireland beat Scotland no no those are the two most likely those are the two most likely results mm. yeah you're right and Wales beat Italy, they will finish. So that means England, Ireland and Wales will finish on 10 points each. It's all just down to score difference. Well, and we're on minus eight. Ireland. On 10, no, Ireland are on 12 points. No, eight. no. Uh, 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 England, Scotland and Wales. Sorry, England, thank you. Scotland, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, England, Scotland and Wales will be equal on 10 points. It's all the score differential. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure England are on plus 17 and, and Scotland are on minus eight. 
just so, the Ireland. I'll just say we'll beat France then and everything will be all right. <laughs> um, but anyway, since um, since since we're talking about next week, uh, predictions uh, for, for all three games. Uh, Murray, what are your predictions for the three? For Super Saturday. Super Saturday. And Carter's second birthday, more importantly. There you go. Hey, hey, happy, hey. happy birthday, Carter. Yeah. Um, next week. <laughs> what's what's the first game actually? I'm Wales, pretty it? sure it's Wales Italy. Yeah, it's Wales Italy. I really want Italy to win it. Yeah, I think they, the deserve a win. they won't. I do think Wales will go for it. It's not the Prince Party, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> nah, it'll be Wales then. It will be Wales, but Surely. why not? My my head says Wales, but my heart says I've it. got. I've got a bet, I've got a bet actually. Um, I've got a bet for a pint um, with my music teacher actually. Um, <laughs> they, they, don't ask. I've got a bet with my music teacher that if Italy win, I get a pint, and if Wales win, he gets a pint. That's not illegal or anything. <laughs> so I so I have to I have to I have to you know I'm most likely giving him a pint, but it's all good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Fair enough. So, um, so yeah. is, is everyone going Wales then? Yeah. No, I got it. Yes, John. John's got. John's got class. He's got. He's got hope. <laughs> I do. Uh, I do. I, if, if Italy won, I genu- well, number one, it would help England. Like, you know, from Wales potentially snatching third, but um, nah, um, I, I, I just I pray it's Italy. Um, right, next game: Scotland Ireland. You each say yourself, so I've got the casting one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm less worried for this game than I was for Wales. Really? Not from like what they've done on the field. I meant like just like before you looked at, like before they even touched the ball. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm really worried for Cardiff. I'm, I am still very wary of Dublin, but I might. If you had to ask which was a more worried for, it'd be Cardiff. Oh, 100%. But I don't, I don't know. I just think we've got nothing to lose. We've got absolutely nothing to lose. Just, so go for it. just go for it, yeah. So, balls to the wall, underdog Scotland. Scotland go for it. So, Scotland's going to win? Yes. Sean? No, Ireland are going to win. Oh, boo. He also said Connor were going to win, so it makes no difference. That's fine. <laughs> um, that hurts. Ireland Sorry. Going Sorry. Ireland going to win Saturday. Hard. Thanks. Thanks, Harvey. No, Ireland are going to win. Harvey the realist. Yeah. Thanks, Harvey. And then the last game uh, of the Six Nations, France-England. In part. I think that's actually on, a tough on, one. On, I think that's a tough I, one. I, should, we, should, we all go, should we all go on three? One, two, three. France. France. Yeah. Oh, Sean went England. Did you actually? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Sean, you've got so much hope. I, I... I'm very optimistic, and I think that's my downfall. I think that's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Sean? I... Yo, fair play. If you think England's going to win, go for it, mate. Like, I mean, time, like you, obviously, you kind of need England to win at this point. Yeah, we do. But like, I genuinely, like, I feel like England. I've like underperformed a little bit, and I think like 
like they're kind of building them like even though they lost Ireland, they're building momentum each each game. I think obviously they lost Scotland the first game. Like and France weren't exactly like hot against Wales. And like France definitely are the better team, but like I think I don't know, something can happen, you know. Can Yo, we, we discuss oh, that? How, sorry, Sam. Just how mad the six, like how good the Six Nations as a tournament actually is now. Because you've just said it there, Sean. Scotland beat England. England beat Wales. Wales, Wales beat Scotland. Scotland. So there's that mess of a triangle already. <laughs> Italy have played well against nearly every team. Yeah. Except apart from, yeah. Maybe, well, yeah. Apart from maybe England and Ireland, but. Yeah, <laughs> what can you? What, I mean, what can you do in that situation? No, they played yeah. with no. They played well against Ireland with um, like two men short. So, I mean, what's it? They yeah, didn't they get. Did they, 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 I mean, what's it? They didn't get a cricket score put on them. Is basically what you mean? Yeah, yeah. Right. Anyway, um, let's move on from the Six Nations and go on to headlines. Rugby headlines. Yes. Um, would anyone like to tee in for the first, or would, or do I go first? I think you should go first, Harv, because you've got the, the most recent and the most one. recent headlines. So, as of earlier today, um, we have another nation in the Rugby World Cup, and that nation is España. Yeah, their first Ooh. World Cup since 1999. <laughs> they beat uh, they beat Portugal uh, 33 to 28. Um, I would have preferred to see Portugal in there. Um, purely from a standpoint where I actually where I used to live in Portugal, um, so they're kind of a second team. But um, yeah, no, I've, fair play to Spain. Um, they're, they're they're cooking up something good. Obviously, their sevens program has been quite good over the last few years, and um, you know they're in the Rugby World Cup now, sort of the biggest stage. They've really just got to show themselves, and you know at least that's uh, something to hope for in the future of Spanish rugby. I mean, at least you sound like a good game. That it was a good game, quite tight actually. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, the two fly halves were at it as well. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure there was only one score, tr- uh, one try scored a piece. Oh, we'll have to check that one out. It was either one or two a piece, but no, um, Pinto, the um, the Spanish fly half, had an absolute field day. You seen who they're grouped with? Oh God, go for it. They they join South Africa, Scotland, Ireland, and someone else. Asia Pacific. Asia Pacific one. Yeah. Great team. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite nation. Um no um, <laughs> I mean what's it? How do you two feel about your chances against Spain? <laughs> You're asking me that. <laughs> that's gonna be a tough match. That's that's the toughest match, lads. No, um, but I did, I did just want to touch on another thing about the match. Um, it was a sellout crowd. Oh, how much? Um, I'm pretty sure it was in the region of two, three thousand. Okay. Which you know, okay. you know, Spain, Portugal. It's kind of a, a Mediterranean rivalry in itself. But um, no, it's incredible. I think as well. Uh, where was the yeah. game on? Was it in Portugal or Spain? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was in Madrid. Okay, yeah, that's a nice ground there. I think that's a few clips from that from the November internationals. Yeah, no, I watched the um, I watched the uh, Spain Romania game a couple of weeks ago at that ground. Looked looked like a half decent place. So, uh, yeah, yeah, would be a nice bad spot to go to watch some rugby. Yeah, exactly, lads. We up for a tour. Um, anyway, uh, some lads. Murray, lads you can try, <laughs> yes. Um. So we've got a new tournament that's joined us this week on 
every tournament we cover on the planet. It's still Super Rugby, but it's Super Rugby Alpiki. So it is the women's New Zealand franchises, and what a game to start off with. So Chiefs Manawa, obviously the Chiefs women's team, went up against Matutu, which is the new franchise in New Zealand. It's based on the mountains. I think it's meant to be similar to the Blues, if I've read that correctly. It's all on the same logo and all that. 17 points to 15 to Chiefs Manawa. Oh, I can't remember the name of the woman that scored it. It was Kelly, something that scored the number eight for Chiefs. What a try. The fullback. I thought she was going to clear it for just a clearance to get it out of the way. It bounced on a dime. The fullback caught it, offload, straight in. Beautiful, beautiful try. Brilliant game. Like they both went for it. And I think either of you are on your phone right now. Just have a look at the, the Super Rugby Alpiki Trophy. It's very cultural. It's very nice. I, I like it. It's not everyone's cup of tea, but yeah, I think it's quite a nice trophy. And since my since my computer is like the slowest thing in the world, I'll, I'll leave that one to Sean. <laughs> I was trying to have a look now, actually. Um, Wi-Fi on this train will work. <laughs> While Sean's looking for that, we go over to Super Rugby Pacific, where we have had another week of just fully loaded action. Like, just how good is Super Rugby? For a neutral perspective, how good is it? Oh, it's incredible. When they took it off Sky, it was probably my heart sank. Yeah. I bet about me died this morning. I sent, yeah, there you go. Oh, that is lovely. That's very cool. Nice spot, Murray. That is lovely. That's class. Oh, sorry. I don't know why you can't see it properly. Oh, <laughs> there we go. That's pretty cool. That's beautiful. Very cool. So, um, I like it. Bear Me died this morning. I don't know if you... Uh, no, Sean definitely seen it. So, if you watch oh, Super yeah, Rugby game, yeah. have you seen this, if you watch Super Rugby highlights or just on the telly, you'll see like Super Rugby Pacific, DHL, Vodafone, all the big sponsors on the pitch. Like you do in every other game, yeah, they're not real. They're not there. It's a projector. <laughs> what? I said, I, there's a video. I think, think someone TikTok page, and there's somebody on the media team sitting in the stadium while the game is on, and it's just a rugby pitch. There's nothing on it, and then it flips it. And, yeah. But well, the thing is, because I was watching the, I was, I was watching the Northampton um, Ross game earlier. And genuinely, you know how they have to angle the sponsors on the pitch? Yeah. And it's yeah. basically like one side of the pitch is just covered with the Gallagher, Gallagher logo. Yeah. And it's just like, you have to just play with them basically a blue pitch. Yeah. So if you're ever wondering why like the Chiefs or anyone hasn't got like dye down the top, there's no dye there. It's made up. It's a projector. It's I was about to say, they're moving really well with this, um, this whole like TV graphics thing. Yeah. Well, I thought it was real. It was real to me. <laughs> but anyway, um, back, back, back to the rugby yeah. question. Crusaders actually lost to the Chiefs. First time in six years the Chiefs have beat Crusaders. 24-21 at the day. We love it. Um, the Blues... Beat the Highlanders 32-20. They came 
back from 13 points to three at half time. So great turnaround there. The Brumbies absolutely decimated the Rebels, 36 points to 17. Um, you might have seen the, the Tom Wright try the cheeky little grubber through from oh, Tom Banks. I love Tom Wright. And our beloved Sean Maloney losing his marbles at the try, so we love to see that. Um, the Reds narrowly beat Fijian Drua, 33-28. Drua is a very nice team. This is Fiji. It's awful galore. You'll love it. And Jordan Bataille, he is a special, special player. Oh God! I rem- oh my word! I this just gives me like it was um I, was it the Australia France series in the summer? Yes, I remember waking uh, like waking up early and, and and watching those games and then just seeing Jordan Pattaya play was just incredible. Look, he's he so young. It's, it's unsettling just how young he still is. Check, I'll double check them out just to double, just to be sure. But I genuinely can place a bet on if he's younger than that Italian lad. Because he, I, I, I genuinely. Ask, how, how, old, how old is Andy Cicuso? Um, you said nineteen ninety nine, didn't you? Yes. John Pataya. Well, I got to guess. Yeah, just take a guess, and then oh, I will God. tell you. I uh, he's you're gonna joke. It's it's gotta be like two thousand or something, Sean. Mm, I'm gonna say 1999 as well, actually. Okay, well, one of you is definitely right, and it's not Sean. It's hard. Oh, really? He was born in two thousand. He turns twenty-two in two days. Uh, tomorrow, sorry, actually. 14th of March, 2000. He's 21 years old. My Lord. Wow. Frightening. Frightening stuff. And uh, just to round up Super Rugby, the Waratahs beat the Western Force, 22 points to 17. Hey. There you go. Um, I'll you just stay in the Southern Hemisphere. Obviously not Rugby Union, but Rugby League was back, the NRL. Yes! Um, very good league, that. Um... Very, very interesting opening round. Um, I'm pretty sure most most people I saw tip um, tipped a Saturday got zero out of four results. <laughs> it was genuinely, uh, it was genuinely just a cool. But one match I want to I want to touch on: uh, Newcastle Knights played the uh, Sydney Roosters. A lot of people just thought the Sydney Roosters would walk over them. Uh, Newcastle Knights they won uh, twenty to six. Um, and I just want to mention this as well because this made me laugh during the week. Um, the last try that Newcastle scored, um, Dominic Young in the corner. Um, and I sent you guys this the commentary, the commentator. Um, he just starts shouting, He's from Huddersfield, you know, he's from Huddersfield, the birthplace of rugby league. And genuinely just made my day, it was so funny. That's hilarious. You could write, you could write that, could you? Oh my god, you couldn't! <laughs> oh my god, oh, it, it just cracked me up. I love, I love this stuff. Sean, you fo- you follow the very niche leagues in the rugby world? Any growing leagues? Growing leagues, yeah, but they're um, very niche as well. Right? Yeah, my lord. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. So his history 
So his, some very important piece of history was made in Major League Rugby um, last week. So, and not just because the Giltinis lost uh, their second game of the season. <laughs> they did lose in round one to the Sabercats in their opening game, but that is not what I'm here to talk about. So in the Giltinis match against the Austin Gilgro- Gilgronis um, down in Austin. So the out half for the Giltinis, Luke Burton, he was injured during the warm-up. And Matt Gitter was unavailable. I think he could have been injured as well. Or maybe he was just being rested. So the skills coach for the Giltinis, who's 42 years old, Oreen, i.e., if I'm saying that correctly, he used to play for New Zealand Sevens and uh, Samoa Sevens. He stepped in and played 10. Sorry. <laughs> he played 10. Oh, my God, <laughs> so lovely. Stupid train. He played 10. Stupid train, interrupted me. Um, <laughs> he played 10. He played 60 minutes. He was brilliant. He was, he was, well, no, he wasn't brilliant. He kicked nine points, but he was okay. Like for a 42 year old who hasn't played in since like 2015, even like amateur level rugby in America. Yeah, it's class. 42 years old, played an hour. That's just mad. Now, look at the Giltini's lost, but still, that's just, that's just bizarre. I mean, like a fair play to him at 42 and a skills coach. Like, yeah, yeah, sorry. Sorry, the stupid train, all right, there. Uh, oh, yeah, I love this guy. This is an answer guy. I love him. Love him. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure it's recording as well, but anyway. Anyway, um, yeah. you lads got anything else? Nothing for me. Um, we should probably explain why there wasn't an episode last week, and we were it's because we're all reunited in Edinburgh. Way we were back in Edinburgh. Poor Sean flew all the way from Dublin to Edinburgh to watch Edinburgh put 50 on his <laughs> beloved Connor. We didn't expect it. I thought it was gonna be a lot closer than that. But all in all, we met we met the king, Emiliano Buffelli. Oh my I don't know how much I drunk, but um I went up to Emiliano <laughs> and just went, Hola Emiliano. And he just blanked <laughs> me. He just blanked me. I do love the story you shared with uh, James Lang. Oh, my God. So, James Lang, he uh, former Queens player. Not my favourite Queens player, but we'll drop that for a sec. Um, <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, so, you know, we're, we're trying to get, we're trying to get, you know, some high fives and some pictures with players. We've got a high five of Blair Kinghorn. Uh, so that was probably my highlight. Um and um, I go up to James Lang, we take a picture, and I just I just ch- casually ask him, Quinn's for the league, and he just goes, obviously. So he's still a Harlequin. He's still a Harlequin at heart. Um, but Sean, Sean had a nice um, interaction with one of the players, didn't you? Yeah, actually, it was very funny. Um, after the game, um, saw all the players come out, as you said, and I was like, oh, you know, hard luck, Jack, hard luck, Connor. And they weren't, I wasn't getting too much out of them. And then Alex Wooten, the winger for Connacht, I got a hard luck, and he's and then he's looking at me. He's wearing my kind of gear, and he's like, "Oh, thanks for sitting through that one, lads." And other side, it was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Fair play, Alex. He's good crack. <laughs> um, and I think um, I also I also sent a video up to Matt Canson um, of, of us at the game, and the next day we got a DM back from him, and we were in the car, and the car just went wild. We could have crashed. Like it was. <laughs> Everyone was just screaming because we got a DM off back. It's just a video of me and Sean. It's a video of me and Sean uh, chanting for Connacht, but oh my lord. It was absolutely amazing. Anyway, um, we might as well uh, well end on a high note. Uh, Thank you, lads, uh, for 
as Alex Wooten said, uh, thank you for sitting through this one. Um, <laughs> Lovely. I love, I love that. <laughs> um, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, come back next week as we discuss everything that went down on Super Saturday, the conclusion of the Six Nations, and what Six Nations it has been. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, follow the Spotify, whatever you're listening on. Uh, don't forget to like the video if you're watching on YouTube, um, and also turn a little notification bell on uh, if you know you want to see more of us and you don't want to miss when we're out. Uh, please follow all the socials. Uh, you can follow Rugby Connection Pod on TikTok and on Instagram, and also follow me, Sean and Murray individually if you want to see more uh, rugby content from us guys uh, and that's all from me uh, goodbye see you later Hunger Falls <laughs>